since it's a new year, we're reflecting back to the past. And what better way to look at the past than to look back to the future? Which is a movie starring a man and a DeLorean. So this week, we're, do- we're doing The Man DeLorean, season one. Hello there, Mike. Hi, Josiah. What is this? How Star Wars is it? I think it is in I the think, new year. Yeah. 2020. You know what is bad? What is bad? Are okay. we right off the bat? What's bad? What's bad? This is uh-huh. what's bad. I made a 2020 joke, like a 2020 vision joke sure. uh, t- to my girlfriend, Charlie. And she laughed a lot because I'm oh, so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, But then I realized like <laughs> this is ruined because everyone else is already doing it and is going to keep doing it. And so I sort of just wasted my shot on my girlfriend instead yeah. of like doing it somewhere like this. Like at an office. Right. Or like a public platform <laughs> where I could be like, we were first. Yeah. We did it first because like it's already too late. Well, so I tweeted, I want to say three years ago, something to the effect of like, man, in 2020 or like it went on New Year's Eve when everyone's wearing the glasses, you oh, know. Yeah. Everyone's gonna go. Hey, I have twenty twenty vision. I treated that in like twenty seventeen just to get ahead of it. Do you think they're gonna do? You know how it was fun in the early odds because you had two two right, zeros two over your right row, Yeah. Do you think they're gonna do the glasses? How are they gonna do the glasses? Because we do have two zeros again. For and then there's here. gonna be a two way yeah, over just here, two to the side, uh-huh. and the other two is on your nose. On your nose, and it'll kind of hurt. Fun. Yeah. Which actually, by the time this episode comes out, we'll know how they did it. That's true because it, it is now twenty twenty. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, welcome to. How Star Wars is it? Welcome to How Star Wars is it. This is the podcast where sometimes we get off track before we've even done the introduction. <laughs> and told you what it is. But this, um, my name's Josiah. This is Mike. Yeah. And we are recording face to face. In the same room. In the same room for the first time in a while. Because Josiah is no longer um, no off longer. in some cold wilderness and yeah. he's in a cold city. <laughs> yes, I'm in a very cold city and it's better? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't have to drive myself, so that's nice. But uh, if if you're new or newer to the podcast, you may or may not know that uh, Josiah and I record separately, remotely from one another, most of this podcast's yes. existence thus far. I would say probably a good three quarters of the episodes <laughs> are recorded apart. But what we do is we take Star Wars... And what does that mean? That means all the movies. That means all the books and the comics and the video games Mm -hmm. and the uh, short stories and the paintings. And hey, the TV shows. The TV shows? But also, yes, all the Star Wars paintings. (laughs) And we take them all, all those together, and we put them all in a pot, and we boil it down into a very Mm. nice chili. Which is, by the way, what I had for lunch today. Honestly, I'm jealous. I had a homemade chili. I had a really good chili the other day and it really hit the spot. And when you told me you were eating chili, I was like, that sounds really good. Chili, by the way, everybody, is better than you remember. It's great. Like, if you're listening to this right now and and within the next week you don't get chili, I will be surprised because with the amount I'm now saying the word chili. Mm -hmm. It's in your head. Speaking of. Okay. But anyway, we compare our whatever the shit is to the chili. It's scale one to Um, ten. It's a sweet scale. It's not about how good it is. It's about how Star Wars it is. Um, You know, we've done pumpkin spice lattes before. We've done Shark Week. We've done things that aren't Star Wars. And we've said, are they? 
And the answer to all of those is yes, and there's a varying degree of one to ten. (laughs) Some things are not very. Some things are very little Star Wars, and that's a one. And some things are uh, entirely Star Wars, and that's a ten. And we've never rated anything a ten. That's right. Um, But anyway, where I was going to say with chili is uh, over the Christmas holiday, Mm -hmm. we had because it was on a weird day. Wednesday was Christmas Day, so like the days I had off of work already, just like for free were weird ones so sure. i just took the whole week off and Might uh, as well. because we had all that time we spent a day in cincinnati because i went to school oh, near you go to skyline chili and i was saying uh, like the whole time like we gotta go to skyline i love skyline um and caitlin had never had it before Ooh. and uh we got it for lunch on the day we were coming back home and uh, I was kind of nervous that she wouldn't like it because it's sort of polarizing. It's weird. And she was nervous that she wouldn't like it because she didn't want me to feel like disappointed. <laughs> and so we just split a three-way. For anybody who doesn't know, Skyline uh, Chili is the Cincinnati like uh, staple, staple, staple fast and, food weird and thing. It is weird. And it does not look appetizing no. whatsoever, and it is delicious. In my imagine opinion. if you will, listener. Imagine if you will, a thin <laughs> meat-only chili that is very much less a chili and more just a very thin like a sauce. meat sauce. Yeah, uh, it and is. Then imagine then the orangest and thinnest shredded cheese yes. you've ever seen. Like and imagine um, carrot tops hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then and that's the. And, but, and then okay. Imagine you've got that chili, you've mm-hmm. got that cheese, but yeah. what are you going to put it on? Oh, I don't know. Maybe like something that makes sense, like a bowl? No, 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 no. Something different. Uh, Maybe... Think outside the box. Well, what would chili go get Hey, on? you know what? Honestly, think outside the bun. Oh, like a hot dog? <laughs> no, 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 no. Because that more is outside. inside the bun, yeah, and you they can, do you do You can that. put it on a hot dog, but I want you to think even more outside the bun. Oh, I don't know. What's the craziest thing I think of? Spaghetti? Yeah, that's what they do. <laughs> and, okay, listeners, imagine a, a bed of spaghetti with that thin meat <laughs> sauce. <laughs> and then Mike said it's the thinnest orangest cheese you can imagine. That's true. But it's also, they weigh, this is what they do. They, it's like yellow orange. I yeah. shouldn't have. They take, it's like cheese. <laughs> they take the amount, they take the mass of the spaghetti and the meat sauce. They measure right. that. And they right. say, we have to double this, but with cheese. So, so like the double, volume. The volume, yes. Because so they, it's not that heavy. You're right. The cheese is not heavy. <laughs> In fact, by the time you're done eating one, you wish there was still more cheese. You somehow managed to eat all the cheese before the last 10 bites. <laughs> yeah, but it is like it doubles in height and uh, width. Not right. width, but doubles in height with the cheese. Right. Because of how much they put on there. And then you can also get like beans and onions or whatever. Yeah, right. That'd be a four-way and a five-way. And the verdict, uh, we, we got one to split, like it. and uh, she took a bite and was like, mm, that's pretty good. And then took another couple and was like, this is really good. And I was like, okay. yes! You won! <laughs> I was like, I would not have been disappointed if you didn't like it, but I would have been disappointed if you didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> but I would have been sad every time we go through Cincinnati. Yeah. They're like, well, now we can't go to... I actually had Skyland Chili for the first time with your sister. That's hilarious. Yeah, because we At were on an anarchy. Improv and uh, it was too weird for me because my mind could not handle. See, what we have in Texas is a thing called Frito Pie, which is yeah. that, but take out the spaghetti and put which in Fritos. I, I, you've mentioned that before, and I still think it sounds dirty. <laughs> it is a weird name for it. It sounds like a weird sex thing, yeah. maybe. Uh, but it's very good because it's just chips. But then like the, the cognitive dissonance of my mind going like, that should be chips, uh-huh. not spaghetti. Uh-huh. Was too much to overtake. Yeah, and I ate it and then had diarrhea, and I was like, nah, I don't know about this skyline chili, but it is weird. It's so good, and it's classic. Um, and we grew up with it just because it made its way to indie by the right. time we were little. So, 
Anyway, that's what this podcast is about. It's we about com- Skyline Chili. <laughs> what would be, since we say we boil all of Star Wars down into a chili, right. what of like Star Wars would be like the a Skyline. Skyline Chili? Like if you only took, say, Solo on its own, what kind yeah. of chili would it be? Or Gosh, like, that's, a good, that's a good question. Well, I guess that's a flawed question because what we say a chili is is everything boiled together. Right. So it would have to be well, at least two things. Sure. Like Solo and the Knights of the Old Republic PC game. <laughs> Are those together? Skyline? <laughs> Maybe, because it's a weird combination. We want to hear from our Skyline listeners, right. our Cincinnati heads. If you're, um, in the, if you're in the Midwest and you were close enough to a Skyline to try it, yeah. tell us what the most... or what, We want to flip it. We, we are now a podcast where we're trying to figure out what the most chilly thing is, but specifically it's Skyline chili. <laughs> How? <laughs> Skyline chili <laughs> is it? So... We are talking should about. We, should we give the Cincinnatians a hashtag to use? Yeah, how about hashtag Rise of Skyline? Oh, so good. Yeah. I was trying to come up with like an R two D two, but five one three thing because that's the that's yeah. better. Rise of Skyliner. Yeah, <laughs> the Rise of Skyliner. Uh, so what, what two or more things of Star Wars when combined mm-hmm. are Skyline chili? Now, yes, that's now the and that's the end of the episode. Not, yeah, <laughs> that was really efficient. So real quick with with that Rise of Skywalker joke, I want to say, guys, we just released the uh, Rise of Skywalker episode a couple episodes ago, and we got a couple emails or at least one email about someone who did like it and they gave us some reasons, which was very nice, very appreciated. Thank you so much for those emails. Yeah, keep those coming. Yeah, we love that. And I also want to say like. If, if it made you sad that we didn't like it or you got upset by the episode, uh, even despite our, our attempted moments of positivity, because <laughs> uh, this is the first time Those I felt a little tacked on. Yeah, it's like we, almost like we did them after the fact. Yeah. We felt bad about it. Yeah. Uh, this is the first time Mike and I are recording since that episode. So, mm-hmm. uh, guys, po- like we love the positivity. We love that you liked it. We didn't like it, <laughs> but we're not going to try. We're going to try not to harp on that fact. Uh, and we're trying not going to spend too much time in the Rise of Skywalker negative zone even though that is still mostly what mike and i have been talking <laughs> about texting back and forth yeah. <laughs> but yeah. we're not going to bring it uh, i think we're going to try to keep stay, steer away from it mostly in the podcast yeah, yeah 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 um and i also do think that like time will temper basically everyone's opinions Completely. about this movie yeah uh ours, ours ours our own opinions included like i just watched the prequels somewhat recently and had a blast because yeah. i like knew exactly what every line was and that they weren't very good and then i was like i see what these movies wanted to be sure they missed right <laughs> now the okay so i just finished so i watched the first we're, we're doing the mandalorian today if you couldn't hey, tell from our very funny you ever intro. hear about the mandalorian this there will be spoilers i suppose spoilers uh, yeah. if you haven't seen the mandalorian so the last episode dropped the finale dropped last week at the time of this recording. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I just got caught up. I literally finished. I watched the last like four episodes t- uh, in the last couple of days while I was like traveling. Um, and I really enjoyed this series as a whole. I mm-hmm. watched the first four episodes like as they kind of uh, came out and really liked them. I think there were some episodes that weren't as strong as others, but overall, it's a solid series. Yeah. And it felt... Which is pretty Star Wars to is, say. Yeah. And it felt the pretty ones, Star Wars. The ones that you are able to identify as like, I didn't like this one as much, but like it was good. Yeah. Like that sounds so Star Wars to me. Yes. I'm going to pull up a thing, a, a, a wiki, so I can um, kind of refer back to certain episodes and everything. Right. Um, but yeah, this... Okay. So The Mandalorian is the first live action Star Wars TV show. Right. Uh, and it feels like they are taking the Western part of the Star Wars inspiration and, and doing that. Ramping it up. Which is, I 
love that. Yeah. Because I am a, I was raised on Westerns, uh, like I'm from Texas. <laughs> but we like, yeah, we watched, uh, we had a couple of John Wayne movies, like some mm-hmm. of the old Sackett like movies. I read all these Louis L'Amour books, which if you don't know are uh, a, a prolific American author who wrote like a billion sort of dime store novels uh-huh. about, of all these like Westerns. Um, love them. Yeah. Love Westerns. Yeah. Big, big influence in my life. And I saw Logan. Okay, that's basically the same. <laughs> that's pretty much the same. I think at some point I saw Shane as well in high school. Yeah, just the guy named Shane. Yeah, yeah, I went to high school with this guy Shane. <laughs> was he cool? Um, well, he left town. Oh. Yeah. Is this a joke? And I was like, Shane, <laughs> come back, Shane. <laughs> okay, so I don't know if I got that joke entirely. That's a movie, a western called Shane. <laughs> oh, I didn't even know. I was. I didn't even know. See, that, that's, but I love Westerns. Yeah, but I, I didn't love know all about, of but them. I didn't Shane know about and Logan. Shane. But no, this, uh, so this is, you know, it's Disney Plus, where it's the new era of Disney. Mm-hmm. I mean, of Star Wars. And can I say, I think, I think all Star Wars from now on should be TV show. Mm, should be TV show. I think it should be TV show. <laughs> yeah. You know how the, the Mandalorian starts with that, like, little Star Wars, sort of like the Marvel comic book flipping yeah. title card that is mm-hmm. just like Star Wars and it has all the, like, characters and stuff? I, I, when I see that, I sort of tend to agree with you. It's like, oh, right. This is like a big company and this is just the next one. Yes. Um, I, I don't want it to become uh, the thing that even Marvel. No. A, a MCU, which to some degree includes like Daredevil and the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Like they are all part of the same continuity. They feel like they are different priorities. Yes. And I want at the very least the the lesser which is to say television show star wars is to not feel like they don't belong they don't count but like yes. they so, it it is a lot of fun it's super fun and I, to that point i think that all like in in my perfect universe yeah well, in my perfect universe disney doesn't exist there you go because um, no corporations exist but Uh-oh. if i'm being realistic <laughs> uh uh i love the idea of these new disney plus uh, Marvel series and the new Star Wars series in my perfect universe it would be just these television series mm-hmm. because the way that comics are fun is it's because you can see different characters popping in and out right. and they all sort of are on equal footing uh, of like what's important yeah. and yeah the, the Netflix series didn't feel like they mattered because you knew that there were these other big characters that got to be in the movies <laughs> yeah and so like in my perfect universe all Marvel and they'd always call it'd be like it's like a a, a Super Bowl commercial where it's like hey the big game is on or whatever yeah. they, they had to say the like, battle of New York yeah like oh the, the, the big green guy was yes. here <laughs> the, the uh, that star spangled man yeah, the patriotic right. boy yeah. it's like just <laughs> say it what the hell call going him on? Captain patriotic boys please but no it's and like and if they do make movies it'd be like for the event thing where then you use all these you mean a crossover no (laughs) i made myself very clear but yeah and i think star wars would yes the worst scenario i think would be if star wars went in mcu direction and started releasing standalone films that all uh, crossover culminate together in one big arc i think that would be stupid because it wouldn't be grounded or anything it would make sense but if you have all these series like the mandalorian and then have spinoff series from everything and have characters uh come up that we already know right like uh cara dune what's her last name yeah i think that's right yeah uh like that would be dope yeah and the series was dope or because like I think if, if they if she had a comic 
like yes. a six issue comic or yes. something. That, I, yes. I wouldn't probably read it, but I would watch all the YouTube people who are like, this is what happened in this. And I'm yeah. like, interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. And like, I think that's something that, the, and what the Mandalorian does is something I think that we've talked about before mm-hmm. and what every Star Wars fan has talked about before, which yeah. is like, give us, show us a part of the universe that we haven't seen before and show us characters that we don't know that yeah. aren't related to the main three, you know, families right. or whatever. And carve out your own little space and tell a story there, which is what this does very well. It's, it's something that it did end up doing very well. It's something that I um, was frustrated for four or five episodes yeah. with because it was like, show us other characters. And, what, and all it did was like, show us a new character every week or a new couple characters. Yeah. And then if I was just like, are we going to get to meet any of these people? <laughs> well, <laughs> like, at one point we're introduced to them and then they've served that episode's purpose and then they're gone. And like, so to some degree it feels similar ish to the clone wars TV show where right. there'd be like little mini arcs. Um, but because this was like such a bigger, more prestige thing, or at least it was positioned to be, I, you know, like by the time at the end of the season, the seven and eight, there's this new bad guy. Yeah. And, and we, we know to be afraid of him because he's got a bunch of stormtroopers and because he was a bad guy in a different TV show. Right. Which like, is crazy that they're <laughs> like, they, they brought, well, the actor was a bad guy. Yeah. And then I think also the, well, I don't know if this character was in the clone wars or anything ever, but that, uh, also spoilers guys, obviously yeah. we said it before. The dark saber that he has at the right. very end comes that's, from like the Clone Wars. Yeah. And Dave Filoni, who is not the creator of this because that's Favreau, but he's like the George Lucas protege guy, yeah. and he did all the cartoons. Is just like so horny for Mandalorian lore, like, Mandalore. Yes. Again. Well, and it's and, and which I think is something that's cool about this series is they dig into that and they crystallize some of that lore yeah. in a way that's really cool without also explaining too much yes. and making us bored. They did the thing of. Um, Star Wars A New Hope where, you know, Luke says to Obi-Wan just sort of offhandedly, like, you fought in the Clone Wars? Yes. And then they leave that alone. Like, they they introduced some, like, sort of assumed backstory without us being like, we need to know every piece of it. So this is what this series does well and where I think it... And Mike, like, did a tweet and texted me about, like, <laughs> one time, and it was very funny, of like, well, it's like, is the Mandalorian ever going to, like... Is anything ever going to actually happen? Which it is. Like I can't wait for season two when something happens. Well, and it it is weird because it's almost like you could you could have taken like the first two episodes and like the last two episodes and sandwiched. Uh It could have been like a big long movie or whatever. But it does feel like they are setting up a lot of stuff in season one and a lot and introducing a lot of characters that they can maybe play with in in later seasons. Right. Which the the Filoni cartoon shows did that too. You know, like we meet someone. In fact, they even cross between Clone Wars and Rebels. Yeah. You know, like the clones that that are like the guys we cheer for in the Clone Wars, um, other than the ones who definitely we know Order 66 to a bunch of Jedis. There were (laughs) like two clones who are like old men. Yes. And now they're like Rebels. And in fact, one of them, they even have like, quote, confirmed is an old man we see on Endor in Return of the Jedi. Oh, that's... that's, Because he has like, he's like a bald guy with a beard. Right. And that's... um, Captain Rex from oh, the Rex? Wars. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had a, I'm pretty sure my little brother had a Rex toy. Yeah. Um, and that's that good, cool shit mm-hmm. that ends up being kind of fun. And it is a little fan servicey, but it's fan servicey in sort of a more fun way. Yeah, it's not fan servicey in the way of in Force Awakens when uh Finn picks up the remote lightsaber training yes. ball and then is like, Look at this camera. Yeah, it's like, Isn't what? this weird? Do and you, then throws it away. It's do you like, like this? The the guy with the white the bald guy with the white beard in Return of the Jedi is not someone we were wondering about. And there's what? 
a thousand people in the whole world who even know that yeah. a lot of these things tie together. Yes, they're kind of like, in some cases, like kind of goofy tie-ins. Yes, like, uh, but it's but it's a case of like the sort of the first episode, the Horatio Sands blue guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah is yeah. like, hey, I'm gonna go back to my family's for Life Day or something like that. Like yeah. that, that's sort of just like a fan grab yeah. but not like yucky <laughs> well and and and, and, I, and like what that does and what i think the show does as well is it it does tie-ins it does fan service mostly in a way that makes you appreciate the original thing more as opposed to trying to use the original thing to make you appreciate this new thing if that makes sense right because it's not just holding up something from the past and, and going saying, like we have that too do you yeah. like this it's new and remember this old thing this makes that kind of more yeah. cool now did you ever watch the um avatar last airbender show no i never got into it which i want to because it's, it's like good. one of the best shows ever made because like it throughout its run starts finding ways to like uh, expand on the different like bending powers you know right. like there's a whole arc where someone is like tempted with blood bending which is like you are, if you're a waterbender you, and you're able to bend the the water within someone's blood and it's sort of like a dark side version sure. of waterbending um, and then when they did the new generation the legend of Korra right. there's a lot of things that like you see just sort of the beginnings of like a, a really excellent earthbender can bend metal because metal comes from the earth and then in the legend of Korra show there's like an entire police force of metal benders yes. like it's it's yes. it's doing that thing it's yeah. not saying like uh, remember uh, five star destroyers here's 105 yeah. star destroyers um the so I think uh, another example from The Mandalorian specifically, I think that it's cool is like we sort of, I think through this show, find out that Boba Fett probably wasn't actually Mandalorian, which I think from the, which we do actually, because Jango Fett takes off his helmet in front of people. Um, There's all sorts of like, what are the Fets? Right. I'm not even particularly interested. No. And and, and and it's weird canon. It's like, what's canon now? What's not? Like, who knows? Because it's been said many times before that like he stole that armor. Right. Which like, because it's so one thing that I think this show did that made uh, like retrospectively kind of makes things cool, makes things more fun is like in the last episode, whenever the armorer gives uh, the Mandalorian whatever his real name is. Right. I can't remember. I wrote it down. At, uh, I think it's pronounced it's Din, whatever right? who cares. Yeah. It's like his <laughs> real name. Like they revealed it as though it was going to mean something. Right. I'm nothing. glad it didn't. I'm glad it wasn't like Luke Fettwalker. It's like, oh. <laughs> but the armor gives him like a jetpack thing, right. which he'd seen before earlier and been like, I got to get, get one, one, one of those. And, you know, which also we're like, we're and like, then, oh, like, Boba the, Fett has the one. The background, like, circled in around his face yeah. and it's like, it was like and then he like smiled but you couldn't tell because he had a, a helmet on um the uh, when you were a kid and you were wearing a mask at halloween i know that you didn't do halloween yeah. but go with me sure and uh your parent was taking a picture of you did you still smile because <laughs> i always did and I then i realized so. that that was silly I think probably uh okay but, go but ahead. so he has he has a jetpack and the armor is like uh uh you train with this uh here we go once you're better like you know do your exercises whatever right. it's not gonna listen to you until you like work with it a lot yeah uh the idea being that like if you didn't train with this in the ways of the mandalorian it's probably not gonna work super well for you and it, you might fuck it up right. which kind of Almost makes Boba Fett and Jango Fett a little more interesting because they did use the jetpack, but and also it backfired it, on yeah, them a couple times. Yeah. And they didn't use it to its full extent, yeah. which is like a way of sort of retroactively being like, well, if they stole it, right. then they didn't train and, with it. And it, and it, um, 
gives more meaning to that as opposed to just erasing yes. like it it, it, it it injects more meaning into yeah. past Star Wars stuff as opposed to just taking it and being like see it's cool which a lot of the sort of non movies do that a lot like the sort of you know the visual dictionary or like a comic yeah. is is always gonna be like uh you know like answering the little minutia questions like someone uh like if uh in Return of the Jedi when they get to Jabba's palace and C-3PO's like um say Frey pay oa yeah bo artu de toa and like the question has been asked I listened to this on Professor Blastoff years ago Kyle Dunnigan asked um Pablo Hidalgo who's like the Star Wars canon guy um like why wouldn't it be why isn't our Toa day Toa like why is the first two two and the second two is like not and he was like eh, well it it's that's a language where you know like in Spanish like the end of a word like genders the thing like sure. Oa in both cases C3PO and R2D2 is like male identifying droid or whatever mm. and and he was like really like is that actually what it is or are you just like allowed to make something up and he was like well I am allowed to make something up. <laughs> and and, like, and also it is what it is. There's now. a lot of that in like the, the cartoons and the comics and somewhat in here too, that it's like, it's, it's doing a star Wars thing of answering questions that we weren't asking, but it's not in like a yucky way. It's yeah. not like, Hey, the droid fixed the window that got broken. Like, yes. okay, well that we didn't care about, yeah. but it is like, it's like glue. It's like cementing up a bunch of stuff that yeah. like in many cases is like, well, that could have just been a mystery. Right. Or like some cases like that or, is or actually, that kind of helps me be like, oh, well, Boba Fett wasn't good at jetpacking. Right. And it's not even a question. <laughs> like it's not a question anybody was asking. It just gives you a little context for it. Yeah. Which I think is like something, the, the one of the things I liked in Rise of Skywalker was when it was like, oh, Leia trained as a Jedi. Right. Which gives you context for Force Awakens and Last Jedi they didn't have before, which was one of the things I think it did well. Yeah. Um, now, as put now to how uh, Star Wars. This, this movie? This, or this, this TV show? Series is, I think it's interesting because. You know what's crazy? Just before you get into that, we have not once yet said Baby Yoda. <laughs> oh my God, you're right. <laughs> Go which, ahead, though. He rules. Baby Yoda rules. <laughs> this might have to be a little longer episode. It's fine. It's the first time being back in the yeah, same yeah. room. So, like, I was watching on the plane and uh, Charlie. Uh, Charlie like told me she's like, hey, whenever Baby Yoda's on screen, will you like poke me so I can like look at him? Because I like, have headphones on. She wasn't even watching it. Yeah. So then whenever he'd appear, I'd be like, hey, look, and she just watched because he's so cute. And then she got mad at me because he does a couple like plot specific things, and she was oh, like, uh -huh. spoilers. And I was like, are you gonna watch this? And she's like, well, now I want to. And then and I was like, you told me to. Should to I just show get you. you a doll? Right. And she can apparently until like you know right. uh, a couple months. But yes, and. Uh, Baby Yoda does also some things that make the Force and different aspects of the Star Wars universe gives it more context and gives it more color, which is, like, cool. Mm -hmm. uh, he's adorable. It's crazy to me that Disney and Star Wars doubled down enough on the idea that they wanted Baby Yoda to be a surprise, that they yeah. did not market him or something. Really that wild. is so anti what... Yeah. These things normally do because yeah, right. normally, like Babu Frick was in the Lego set that was announced yeah. on Force Friday ahead of the movie. Yeah, like normally <laughs> the Mar the next Marvel movie gets spoiled by a Lego set. Yeah, like it's right. it's so rare that you get a genuine surprise. Right, there was a Lego set that was the funeral of Tony Stark. Yeah. <laughs> And but yeah, like and all the heroes were there, but they were just in suits and dresses. Yeah, and they thought they were going to a wedding, but <laughs> it was actually all a funeral. Standing like not together, 
they were standing yeah, in, like, in different a pods. It was almost like they weren't all actually there. They were standing in little groups of which movies they were all in together. Yeah. Did you did you read the thing about how like the Rooster Brothers were, like told them that they like they were dressing like they were going to a wedding? So that that way they didn't know who was going to die. That is so weird. Yeah, which is great to tell your 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 character your actors to prepare uh, their characters' minds as if they're at a wedding yeah, and they're like, they're like psych! psyched. It's your best friend. He died. <laughs> How's your character feel? Yeah, it's terrible. Um, no. Okay, where were we? Shit, Baby Yoda. Love him, Baby Yoda. He's cute. He's great. He's, I love the mix of practical effects and CGI for Baby Yoda. Oh, you love your practical effects. I, God, I love a practical I, effect. I laugh now anytime I hear the phrase practical effects because I only think of Halloween costumes. Because <laughs> that's what you said. That Hall- pra- hey man, Halloween, pra- the holiday, is pretty Star Wars because practical effects. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween's all practical effects, yeah. man. Uh, no, it's, uh, I, I, I kind of wish I could... I don't know. I'm having a... This, this series feels very Star Wars because it took the, the Western element and amped it up to a million. Parts, some yeah, it episodes. like leaned into that particular like. So we've said before, a big facet of what makes something Star Wars is like a bunch of kind of easily identifiable component parts, sort of collaging together. And this one was like, we don't need so much of all the other stuff. Let's like double down yeah. on the Western. So it's like a little bit more minimal of a collage. Yeah, 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 <laughs> totally. I, I, I think there was so like much a Rothko. Yeah, you know Mark Rothko I love paintings. Rothko. Mm. Red, the the play Red. Great, great play. Uh, yeah, I've heard um, of that. The I have, there's so much I want to talk about about this series. I, I think know, like did, we far we hardly have. <laughs> I know, the, like there's things that I didn't think it did well, and I don't know how well it translates into Star Wars stuff. But like, okay, I'm just gonna say a couple things I liked. A couple things I think it did well. Yeah, I think it did a fun job. Like there's the there is the theme of nature versus nurture mm. that it sets up that it kind of gets away from in the middle whenever it's like introducing new characters that they can play with later. Yeah. Which I still think were some fun episodes. Um, but it sets up this idea of nature versus nurture with the Mandalorian being like uh, not and like because the Mandalorian isn't a race. It's a creed. Right. Right there you have one of like we are all of the same people even though we're not born, we're not brothers and sisters, whatever. And like he when he accepted the creed and he wore the uh jetpack, he was like, Can you take yeah. me higher? And she was like, Yes, you can now, because it is a jetpack and it will take you higher. Right. And like the Mandalorians, like when he was little and they found him, they greeted him with arms wide open. <laughs> and both times it zoomed in on his face and he turned around again and was like <laughs> And he winked, but you couldn't see it. Uh, and we were like, oh, I wish that dang helmet was off for a second. Yeah. Um, but but so it plays with those ideas with Baby Yoda as well, because he's an actual baby. Right. And he's a 50 year old baby. He's a 50 year old baby. And you see Yoda use the baby Yoda use the force in uh, uh, light sideways and in dark sideways mm. because he's seeing the Mandalorian be violent. And he's mm. like, well, I guess I got to choke Kara because she's trying to hurt my dad. Oh, yeah. Uh, but then he also heals my daddy. My, yeah. And he also heals people, which is funny to me because they like. They're like they introduced healing as an official force thing in the Rise of Skywalker, but Baby Yoda did it like the week before. The, yeah, like that that same. <laughs> That's yeah. It's wild that it came. Oh yeah, on I, Wednesday. I think it was and then literally the movie came out Thursday. Yeah, it was literally the same week. Like <clears throat> yeah. force healing was introduced. Um, so that's cool, and it's like, well, this baby is is being raised by um, uh, a bounty hunter who has a strange moral code about killing. Mm-hmm. Um, like sometimes, if it's stormtroopers, it's probably okay, but like a lot of times, he doesn't want to waste life if he doesn't have to. Right. Um, and then Man, I love that he hates. Dro- I think that's like a cool detail. Well, and, and and I think okay, yes, the fact that he hates droids was was interesting character asset. Yeah. Uh, ed- aspect that then pays off in a great way yeah. in the last episode. Yes. Which is what this show I think did well a couple times because yeah. it's a couple like things they set up in the first 
half of the season that didn't pay off super well. And the idea that like he hates droids, he doesn't think of them as people, he doesn't think of right. them as like being worthwhile. To then have IG eleven like save his life, save his life, yeah. and being like, I can take your helmet off because I'm not alive. Right. I'm like, that's so perfect because yeah. that fits they... his that fits his character so well because of like. Yeah, he's like, oh, you got me. You're yeah. not alive, so I guess you can. It was like a fairly long time coming for things they, quote, set up early on to pay off, like weeks later, and, and it didn't ever seem like anything was gonna. Yeah. But, like, I agree. Like, it was just, like, a really nice punchline to a long joke. <laughs> yes. Well, and it was, like, once again, like, the, they probably could have switched out those couple middle episodes if they yeah. wanted to. Um, so that, and then also with IG 11, the idea of nature versus nurture, like he is a murder robot mm -hmm. that then was reprogrammed by Quill, yeah. uh, who uh, also died. Two yeah. good guys ostensibly died. died and, and that is and don't, like, and probably aren't coming back. They will not come back because they are not force users. One and buried and one got exploded. Yeah. Like, which I really enjoyed. One buried. One buried. <laughs> one exploded. Was buried. Oops. All buried. <laughs> and I love that IG-11 came back. And I also love that they used all these weird comedians for this series. Like, right. it was so strange. Brian Posehn. And Brian Posehn was there. Amy Sedaris. Jason Sudeikis. Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> Adam Pally. Richard Ayade from the IT crowd was Zero, uh -huh, uh -huh. the one in there. Bill Burr. Right. Just Bill Burr was himself. Hey, with come his on. Actual face. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was just yeah. Bill Burr. Right. Like, Amy Sedaris was there, and she's like, I got a crazy wig. And yeah, then Bill right. Burr was like, this is just me. Yeah. This is just my real his body. His character's name was Bill Burr. It was wild. Um, but yeah, no, it sets it, like, there's a lot Bill of... Bill <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of things this, this series did that's, that were a, a good payoff. And it felt yeah. like, it felt like original trilogy in that way but more focused because there's things that pay off in the original trilogy that, you know, George Lucas didn't actually want to, need to set up <laughs> uh -huh. in the first movie. Yeah, or no, like there's, there's characterization of characters that have traits that we haven't really seen. Like, like everyone loves Han Solo and we are now getting like a lot more of that gray area morality types out of like all yes. of these characters. Like it feels like a role-playing game campaign Yes, that the, like yes, people yes. have attributes and stats and like Kara Dune or whatever her yes. name is is just like a fucking warrior. Right. Um, She's but like, like everybody has their sort of like main solidified thing. And yeah. then they have all these other like little nuances. It's, it's like, it's very fun. Good characterization. It's yeah. like, we are even, even when you don't even see a guy's face for an entire eight episode season. And he has like a new monster of the week for eight weeks. And yeah. it's just sort of like, is this going to ever kind of become an arc? Even at that, I'm like, I like this guy. I yeah. like Baby Yoda. I like Queel. I yeah. like the bad guy. I like... I like all these guys. Yeah. It was... Yeah, it was... It did a great... And I think that's... I like uh, Werner Herzog. I yes. like... What's his face? Um, I think that's points for... Carl this, Weathers? Yeah. I think that's points for this being Star Wars in the way that like all these yes. characters are endearing yeah. in a way. They're more memorable. Yeah. Uh, and like I, I immediately liked Poe. I immediately liked yeah. Finn. Like and, and like the the movies that have lost points uh, that we've done, like right. for like like for Rogue One or Solo, where right. it's like a little hard to remember people's names afterwards, yeah. or like hard to remember even characterizations <laughs> afterwards. And like it's kind of hard for me to remember the names of the Mandalorian, but like I not as hard because you've got Quill, you've got the Mandalorian, yeah. you've got Werner Herzog, which is his name, I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. I think that was also just actual Werner Herzog. <laughs> um, did we talk about in the podcast the fact that Werner Herzog was like obsessed with Baby Yoda? Because oh, I, no, re I read an funny. article and it was adorable because John Favreau was saying <laughs> that like Werner Herzog was like so enchanted with the, <laughs> like puppet, the puppet for Baby Yoda that he was like, 
loved it so much and said it was like beautiful <laughs> and would like talk to it like it was an actual alive baby like that's in between takes so wild. i was like that's like the cutest thing yeah like this insane filmmaker Werner herzog yeah. is like i love this puppet so much yeah and i'm like that's so cute but it is funny that this show while um for probably the first five or six of eight episodes felt just like quest stop along the way yes it did feel I, like it, a video game rpg whatever I enjoyed it and and yeah. i'm now just because we were hot off of the rise of skywalker episode the questy stuff in that didn't feel good and even this questy stuff like feels good okay it's because it's a tv show yes and, and, right and it it's feels like we all know what star trek is yeah it feels better for this medium yeah and like if you took the rise of St- skywalker and divided it into eight episodes yeah. and we actually got to like go on that like yeah. find the MacGuffin quest more fun. it might have been more fun yeah that's true and I think that this this did feel like a video game thing because uh, the first like you know half of the season is literally or the middle of the season is literally him going from one quest to another because he needs money or needs yeah. to fix the ship yeah, and it's right. such a video game it such an RPG thing but, but it's Star Wars also has a lot of video games yes. so that's not points against it no it isn't I think this is heading toward a fairly high it's pretty high number. score for me too because I and, and like if I can be so bold I think this might be the future of what Star Wars is going to be more oh, like oh so you're like banking on it being Star Wars before we even like bef- you know what I mean like, I'm banking on this being future Star <laughs> Wars yeah I'm banking on this this is Star Wars now and it might be more Star Wars later <laughs> yeah 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 exactly yeah. I, it was just, is it time to go to the break I think it is because okay. I've had to pee for about 20 minutes <laughs> Well, we've talked. We, we've covered a little bit of how Star Wars. We talked a lot about yeah. the things we like, yeah, and like yeah. like we said, like earlier, this 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 show isn't perfect. It's a little slow in the middle. Yeah. Um, oh, I thought you meant this this podcast. Oh, this podcast. This is show perfect. is is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> but we should go to the Starlight Pit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I also have to go to the bathroom. Let's dive in. We we love you, and may the merch be with you. That's right. Hello, Hizmi's listeners. It's Josiah and, and Mike. Mike here in the ad break to talk to you about our merch. We sometimes mention it at the end of the show, but we have merch. We've got several cool designs on our Tee Public store that you could get on a shirt, a sticker, a mug, whatever you want. Mike, what are some of those designs? Oh, we got Star Wars is Chili, the classic Skyline Chili logo reappropriated to our show. We got just straight up Hasui. We've got the logo for the podcast. There's a lot of designs. And we're always making new ones. They're always cooking in our brains. So go to our social media, Twitter, uh, Instagram. Uh, go to the link in the bios there because that'll take you straight to the How Star Wars is a store on Public. And it helps support the show. That's right. Bye, Bye. babies. How Star Wars is it? And we're back. And we're back. All right, Mike, I thought of something about The Mandalorian while I went to the bathroom that I want to talk about. Because I said that this is, it feels like the future of Star Wars. And it also feels like this show could go on forever. And let me explain why. Uh Uh-huh. Because... This is a this is a show where they they uh, presumably shot on location for a couple of things and like had some sets and also did some green screen, but the main character does not have a face and is in a big suit of armor. And there already were oh, there already okay. were uh, articles written about like how often is Pedro Pascal in the armor and like the answer was like sometimes. So like the main <laughs> character is a body double uh-huh. most of the time probably with a voiceover. Right, and look and at the Simpsons; it's been on forever, forever, and that's just voiceover. Yes, and then also the the second main character is a puppet, is a puppet CGI baby, uh-huh. and so like 
you can I, th- I think one of the reasons maybe why they did this in the first season was to set up a convention because you have these guest stars coming in every episode and yeah. sometimes coming back but you didn't have to pay Nick Nolte for voiceover for eight episodes you paid him for like two and a half right and you didn't have to pay Pedro Pascal to be on set every day right you paid Pedro Pascal to be there you know, half the time. Right. You don't pay Baby Yoda anything. Yeah. Because he's and a he's puppet. the arguably second build character. <laughs> yeah. And like Cara Dune, um, same thing. Like Carl Weathers, and same thing. And whoever is voicing Baby Yoda, which I think I have seen at some point who it is, but like that person can also probably be hired double duty to do other VO for right. an And can episode. also do it from their apartment. Like <laughs> yeah. in their in their little voiceover studio, so like I was like, this movie or this series probably had a pretty low overhead when it came to paying actors. Right, it still was like a somewhere between ten and fifteen million dollars per episode. Budget, oh yeah, which it's, is it's it's, it's <gasps> almost uh-huh. certainly incredibly uh-huh. expensive to make, but the majority of that probably is still going to like some of the big name people. Yeah, but also like you don't have to, you're not paying the big name people every episode because right. you're using a body double and a puppet and CGI for the sets. And the puppet. Yeah. And those are the two main characters. I'm like, this series could go on forever. Yeah. And it can keep rotating in people. Right. And also, like, Taika Waititi was in it and also directed some of right. it. So, like, some people are also doing double duty. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, they could just keep doing this forever. Yeah. Because it's probably, honestly. Like, I, Doctor Who. Yeah. Has been on for, what, 60 years I mean, or something yeah, like, like that? Yeah. Uh, accumulatively. And, like, yeah. who's under the the Mandalorian armor? Who cares? Yeah. Anybody could be. The crazy thing, it's Jodie Whittaker, who's the current <laughs> All the doctor, doctor from Doctor Who. It's wild. Yeah, that my I'm going to stay with my parents for a little bit for a couple months, and my mom was like, I'm going to make you watch the new Doctor Who with me. And I was like, I would love that, because I haven't yeah. watched Doctor Who in forever, and Jodie Whittaker seems delightful. I've like never really seen it. I've seen maybe one or two episodes here and there, and I like kind of couldn't get past that it looked like Power Rangers. Oh, But yeah. I think I would love it, and my sister loves it and has watched like all of it a million times. So I was a I big, probably big Whovie in, in college, yeah. and then I dropped it so hard <laughs> and not even like on purpose yeah i just like stopped watching right and was like i don't really miss like how this. everyone kind of stopped watching it's always sunny in philadelphia <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was like all of a sudden i was like oh and then i didn't miss it at all yeah but then like i still have like some nostalgia for it but like yeah i'll watch the new yeah. one yeah but we have a game do we have a game um well that's a good question because i texted you today saying oh boy the seed of an idea for this <laughs> game that i have is very stupid and bad and you were like, great. And I was like, okay, that's all the confidence I need to continue doing this. Um, this is our game for The Mandalorian. And what else to talk about but Baby Yoda? Great. And this is a Baby Yoda installment of These Are Riddles. Yes. Real or, quick. Yes. No, go ahead. Favorite Baby Yoda moment. Hit oh, me. okay. Okay. Uh, uh, the ball. The ball's the little great. ball on the top of the I love when he plays with the ball. thing. Yeah. I like one of the bootleg toy artists I follow made the ball as like a toy, like an action figure toy. It's it's you know, this the actual size of the ball. Uh-huh. And it's in a little blister pack on a card That's, that would you would, uh, you know, amazing. have packaging. Two two things I really liked. The first, uh, one of them, whenever he is about to get shot by Zero, and he's just like, I'm a baby. I want to try to do this force thing. I don't know how it works. <laughs> and then Zero's like, head blows up, and Baby Yoda looks at his hand like, like And then it was actually the yeah. Mandalorian. I feel like that gag's been done in something before, or maybe a dozen oh, things. Almost certainly. And it's always funny to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that's a good shit. That's oh, some good shit. Um, uh, uh, it's a kid... 
in something and he's like smashing two action figures together and then outside his window like Shazam yeah yes Shazam Shazam. which is amazing do you know what's amazing is that I have not seen that movie but the guy last night on the plane was watching it and I looked over during that exact scene that's (laughs) hilarious I have only seen it once and it was on a plane was that me Holy shit. <laughs> um, the other thing I really liked that I think was fun is that whenever the Mandalorian and Car are like talking uh, uh, under like in the last couple episodes, they're like, we got to do the plan. And they're like, he's not going to be safe. We got to go back. It's going to mm-hmm. be dangerous. And Baby Yoda like eavesdrops and then goes back up and starts fucking with the plane. And in my mind, I'm like, he doesn't want him to go back. He's yeah. worried about him. I think that's very cute. Yeah. Anyway, give me that Baby Yoda game. Um, okay, so it is. Also, another thing about Baby Yoda. <laughs> I wrote this article. <laughs> this article. Uh-huh. About how John Favreau got onto the Disney CEO, whoever the fuck, like whatever that guy's Iger, name is, Bob yeah, Iger. Iger. Because in the original, like, like going back and forth emails, like Iger referred oh, right. to uh, Baby Yoda as Baby Yoda because right, everybody, because everyone does. And John that. Favreau was like, "No, he's called the child, right?" Or whatever the other thing yeah, they call right. it. And I'm like, hey, "Hey, get over yourself. Yeah, it's Baby Yoda. Yeah, everybody's calling him All Baby right? Yoda. You made a little baby that looks like Yoda, and We're you gonna didn't call him give baby. us him, his name, right? So, so his name's Baby Yoda. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, while we're talking about stuff before the game, I was on the. Well, I've even mentioned this, I think, but I was on the Star Wars Loose Cannon podcast, which yeah. is another oh, yes! Chicago Land produced podcast, and um, they uh, about Star Wars specifically, and they just did eight weeks in a row of their show being specifically about each episode of the Mandalorian. And Amazing. I was on their episode three and, um, the word they use, I'm not sure if this was theirs. I've seen it on Twitter since too, but, um, was Yodito, <laughs> which I think would actually maybe be Yodita, even though it is a boy, but right. y- little Yoda. Well, is it a boy? I, I think do they we call know? him him. That's true. But how do they know? Oh, big, 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 big green dick. dick. <laughs> That's the thing is his robe. He's is, 50. It's okay. <laughs> his robe is hiding. A dick down to the floor. Yeah. <laughs> that's why he walks all weird. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> For sure. That's, we're going to go ahead and cut that. <laughs> but now, of course, we can't. Um, okay. Yo, detail. This is a Baby Yoda installment of the Husui mainstay, These Are Riddles. Or, more appropriately, what is Mike thinking? <laughs> um, however, possibly most precisely, what is Mike thinking? Because it is a singing game. Yes. <laughs> um, so I am thinking of a famous song, um, but I've substituted in the words Baby Yoda. Or in most cases, just Yoda, because Baby appears in a lot of songs. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, and uh, I will give you the artist, and then you have to think of whatever the line is I'm thinking of. <laughs> okay. So, like, for I example, if I said the Beatles, you might say... Uh, this might be too open-ended. Okay. And in fact, I even wrote, actually, just wait and see what he says because it's all correct. <laughs> <laughs> so, baby But I Yoda, have one in my head. Uh, what's that one song? Yo, blah, D. Yo, da, D. Yo, da, die. Life goes on. That's great. Mine was, baby Yoda, drive my car. <laughs> I think I'm spiking the levels here too. But, That's um, all right. It'll be all right. Um, I also just in this moment thought of, baby Yoda... Walking down the street That's with not this Beatles, big old dick <laughs> hanging down to his feet, baby Yoda. <laughs> okay. Uh, if you want us on the internet. Uh, okay, so first one. Britney Spears. Hit me, baby Yoda. Time. Yeah, but you have to sing Hit the line. Hit me, baby Yoda time. <laughs> yeah, so that's one. The other one I had was, oh, baby Yoda. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is a bad game. What was uh, the song we were singing earlier that we didn't know that, what, what it was called? Oh, fuck. It's already out of my head. I wanted to sing it on here and be me like, too. listeners, be like, tell us tell what it is. Shit. Damn it. 
What the fuck was it? It's recorded on here. It- That's true. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll go back and find it. Uh-huh. Or we'll think of it. We'll, we'll give a clean drop yeah. here. So if you know what that is, let us know, because that's kind of fun. It's really bugging me. Hashtag mystery song. <laughs> um, so write hashtag mystery song in an email to us. Yes, please. Uh, okay, the next one. <laughs> we organize our emails by hashtag. Beyonce featuring Sean Paul. Oh. Gosh, that's so specific. But I'm showing my... Like the gaps in my knowledge by mm-hmm. not being familiar I didn't know. Uh, these are baby? All is it baby? Baby's in it. It's not like is it the Yoda? Title. Is there Yoda in? Yoda on. wasn't in any of these. Give songs. me, give me, hum a little bit for me. Uh, I'll just give it to you because okay, there's more of these and it's not worth it. <laughs> it's can you keep up, baby Yoda? Lose my breath, baby Yoda. <laughs> uh, this is the worst game. Oh, we've I would ever never had have gotten that. Um. <sighs> okay, this one is. Originally sung by Eartha Kitt, but also by many other people around Christmas time, including oh. Madonna, Kylie Minogue, yes, Michael Bublé, sure. and Gwen Stefani. Sure. And it's neither word, uh, but like the melody makes me laugh <laughs> thinking about it. Well, I'm thinking of Christmas songs with baby in them, which I, I, I you said it's neither word, but 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 it is that word, but it's in the wrong spot. Okay, I just baby realized. Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> you got a big, big old green dick. <laughs> Baby Yoda, force choke a bad guy for me for free. Cause I am your daddy. Um, yeah. That was that one. Baby Yoda. Santa Baby Yoda. <laughs> Santa Baby Yoda. This was the one that I thought of that made me go, this game might have legs. Turns out it doesn't. <laughs> but this is my also, favorite. Also, it doesn't one. have legs like Baby Yoda doesn't have legs. Right. Because he's just balancing on a big old green dick. I, should we erase this whole thing and start over? <laughs> should we do an about face just like we did on Wendy's and now completely hate the idea that Baby Yoda has a big dick? Because I don't <laughs> like it anymore. <laughs> See, I've come around to it now that like he only has a big green dick. <laughs> yeah, like, I hate that. <laughs> He's like Larry the Cucumber. <laughs> he just bounces. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, I'll, there's now we are now, there's uh, we're barring any further mentions of yeah, it yeah, from yeah. myself. It's not mostly. that kind of show. Yeah. Um, okay, this one is Justin Bieber. Okay. Baby Yoda, baby Yoda. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. Um, Okay, and then here I took a break in my bullets and I wrote, and then at this point I realized how stupid this game is and just went to Spotify's Songs of the Decade playlist and picked some. <laughs> and so Wait, is it your of, Songs of the Decade or no, Spotify? No, just like Spotify's. Okay, okay. So much of these don't have baby in it, but like some of Baby Yoda, the phrase, fit into some of these songs Great. and made me giggle. First one, Fun featuring Janelle Monet. Oh, yeah. Just good. Wait, no. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, that's that pink. was pink. Yeah. Hold on, wait. Uh, <laughs> that's a good one Tonight, we're baby Yoda. <laughs> yeah, mine was just tonight, baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll set the word, and we'll send back that stormtrooper's fire. <laughs> My dad baby will fly Yoda. higher and kill a tie fighter. Yeah. That's, that's the plot I wrote of the all last. Of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one is <laughs> Lady Gaga. Okay. 
which you could just say Baby Yoda. <laughs> sure. Uh, any Lady Gaga. Hmm. Yeah, this was like the song that was on baby the Baby Yoda da, <laughs> baby Yoda da, baby Yoda da. Well, baby Yoda. <laughs> yep, that's correct. That is what I had written down. Um, so far, I think you're batting a thousand. <laughs> um, oh, this is really weird that this okay. is on my list, and you'll see why. Rihanna featuring Jay Z, and this was actually not on this decade; it was the decade prior. Yeah, uh, <laughs> under my baby Yoda, 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 a a a, under my baby Yoda is a big green dick. Oh, fuck, sorry, I thought I wasn't gonna do it again. Yep, uh, that's right. It was. It's weird that we that that was on the list because I was Yoda. I was uh, ranting about songs. Oh, that's right. That wasn't on the podcast. Similar but we to were talking about right that before. song right beforehand, and maybe look at the listeners. If you're lucky, I'll talk about it on air one day. One of my <laughs> patented rants. <laughs> one of Josiah's patented like lyric rants. <laughs> yeah, I get so mad about. He's not into slant rhymes, and he's not into his poor thin metaphors. <laughs> so Charlie loves Taylor Swift and it is the major thing that is a fight in our relationship. Not really because I do appreciate Taylor Swift for like... Uh, she's uh, so bad at all those jobs. She's Have you seen so that commercial? Bad. She's doing all those jobs and no. she can't do any of them? That's, oh, that's funny because she would be bad at those jobs because mm-hmm. she's a rich woman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but no, like we... Charlie was showing me some of her favorite like uh, Taylor Swift songs to like kind of walk me through her appreciation and I was like I don't know why I don't like her because I do like other pop music yeah. and other female pop artists a lot and for some reason right t swift doesn't do it for me yeah yeah and i I gotta really look in my soul and figure it out yeah Um, because it's it's my relationship depends on it that's true yeah we only have one more here and it makes me really happy and i hope you get it but it's not like an immediately obvious one okay The, the the song will be immediately obvious i think but where baby yoda happens macklemore and ryan lewis featuring wham's which is, it's the song you're thinking of. Right. Wans is on it, or Wands. So it's Thrift Shop. Mm-hmm. It's got to be Thrift Shop. Uh, I'm going to pop some tags. Only got $20 in my bucket. I'm, I'm, I'm on looking for a driver. This is Baby Yoda. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> you did it. That's exactly what I had written. I down. was just like trying to feel the scansion <laughs> of it. I was like, where does it fit? Where does it fit? Baby Yoda. Man, what a weird <laughs> And that's song. the whole game. <laughs> I loved that a lot because I got to sing. Yeah. And it was fun. It is a weird song. It's fun to sing songs. I remember when that song first came out, I was in college and someone was like, come watch this video. And it was like a music video. And yeah. I thought it was... A parody of something? Like a like a Lonely Island kind of thing. Yeah. Like it was like a funny rap song. And it, it is a funny it is. song. It kind of is. It's so fun. I got like into that album i think because there were like three songs on it that i like i listened to the whole thing on like probably uh my like ipod or something back then who <laughs> mm-hmm. even knows and there were like three songs that i really liked and then like immediately macklemore became very uncool yeah. and then i like felt such shame for right. liking those right. three songs and i was like i can never speak of this but yeah. then i did uh post like a vine of me rapping some part of it or something <laughs> like because you know, that was that was what we did back in those days vine was a, an app everyone Bye. <laughs> For all our Gen Zers out there, <laughs> it's like TikTok, but shorter and, and worse? just as worse, just as bad, <laughs> just as worse. My favorite is whenever like people like fucking millennials are like, "Oh, TikTok sucks." I'm like, right. "You, you, do you remember Vine? Because yeah. that the was same. this decade. <laughs> it's the same. 
It's just it was just as bad. Yeah. It was the same guys. I'm really looking forward to um I love the tens on VH one <laughs> in ten years or in like three years, because they'll like crank that shit out. Oh yeah. And then watching it years after that on a rerun and seeing like what poor comedians are now giant stars like oh. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt did I Love the Nineties. Oh, when yeah. he was like broke and like a guitar stand up. That's like, amazing. He was skinny and was like, before, that was pre fat, pre ripped. Pre like television. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I like, uh, hey, maybe it'll be us. Hey, hey VH1, <laughs> I'd love true. to do it. Yeah. Uh, I would do We Love the Tins in a heartbeat. I can't remember. I think it was maybe Paul F. Tompkins who said this or somebody um, when they were doing those shows so much because they were doing the I Love Those and they were also doing the like, you know, whatever hundred greatest one hit wonders and like uh, best week ever. And all those ones where it was talking heads, like right. saying stuff. And the people who were like, I'm just going to get on television would just say whatever the thing was, do it, do the setup clean. Like the Rubik's cube. It was like a six sided toy that had colors on all sides. And when you mixed it all up, it was hard to get back together. Like that person was guaranteed to get on TV because they didn't have a funny comment that like, died they just did the necessary part so i would be happy to do that like if you want me to talk about fidget spinners they were uh fidget spinners they rested on ball bearings and they spun around and the world was obsessed that's it yeah right that's all i got what else what else is cool what else happened Mm, that was it that was that was it that's weird that's that's the i love the 2010s it's just it's not it's not like an hour for each year it's just like a one-off special (laughs) and it's an hour of fidget spinners it's like you might remember there was some other stuff in there but there straight up wasn't no do you remember silly bands they those were actually fidget spinners yeah and Um, also oh no yeah i guess those were in the tens the teens i had i had silly bands when i was in college so it would have had to be in the tens donald trump didn't become president. It was a giant fidget spinner. It was spinner. just a big fidget spinner. Yeah. Which, hey, if we're being honest, I'd almost rather that. Am I right? Probably would do a better job. Uh, uh, president Spinner, uh, Vice President Bands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm addressing them. There's I don't some know, kind like, of joke in there about like <laughs> spinning around on like, like, you know, it's like it, they're never like the same on the issues. They're always like showing a different face, oh, yeah. you know? Yeah. I don't know. Something Interesting. there. Where did we, how, where are we doing? I how did know. we get here? I don't know. What's um, the Mandalorian about? The Mandalorian. How Star Wars is it? Is quite Star Wars. I think we've made some fairly decent cases. I think pros, it is in the Star Wars universe that already gives it. That's a, that's a leg like, up. You know, it's, it's higher up than say Lost, which is right. also a television show. It's not in Star Wars. Hey, you know, you know. You know, <laughs> you know. Are we allowed to do Cosby impressions? I we just said that a baby Yoda has a giant <laughs> dick. Not that those are like comparable. Are but... we? Why were we surprised mm. that J.J. Abrams sort of fumbled the ball <laughs> for the end of the Star Wars trilogy when he fumbled the ball? So hard for Lost. <laughs> well, like, he wasn't even like involved at that point. He sure, like created which is, the which show arguably, and was like, Bye. which arguably is fumbling the ball. <laughs> Here's a bunch bad. of threads. <laughs> like, why were we? I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's sort of weird. That's on us. Honestly, that's on us as he a nation. He should just open up like a, a craft store because he's just like got a bunch of loose threads. Am I right? Yes, you. And are. another thing about President Fidget Spinner. <laughs> okay, so more like okay. Is wait, a good show. Not this podcast, but the <laughs> I. Have another thing to say. Uh, <laughs> that's a little ranty. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so okay. 
J.J. Abrams and the other writer whose name I don't remember. Uh, Chris Terrio. Yes. Of the movie. Yes. What about Baby Yoda Fire Your Work? Okay, the, go ahead. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep this brief. So they did something post-movie coming out that is one of my new big pet peeves that other big creators, <laughs> I did tweet about this, are doing, have done, which is like clarify things in interviews after the fact about right. stuff that happened in the movie that wasn't addressed or done well. Right, which it's I like think, what Benioff and Weiss did after every episode of the the most the last season of Game of Thrones. Uh, yes, they had yes. like a like a talk back to the camera afterwards. They were which, like, when we did this, it was because of this. And, and, and it's what the Russo brothers did after Endgame, which uh-huh. I think Endgame was good enough they could have left it alone. Yeah. But there were a couple things people had questions about, but they'd be like, so what actually happened with old Cap? Like, who did he marry? Like, mom. And instead of being like, it's a mystery, right? It's up to you, the, right. the viewer. They were like, well, here's what it is. Yeah. And I'm like, the the J.J. Abrams and what's-his-face, Chris, whoever, yeah. did that as well, where they were like, well, what was Finn going to say? And they're like, well, here's what he was going to say. Yeah. Or like, why did this X, <laughs> Y, and Z happen? They're like, well, this is why. And I'm like, you didn't put it in the movie, right? so it doesn't count. Right. And especially if... Um, you know, like who did Cap marry? That that person is asking a plot detail. They're not yeah. asking some kind of like, what did you mean when you did this? Like, like just yes. if it, if something's not answered in the movie, it, you don't get to. It know. doesn't need to be a lot of cases. Yes, and, you know, and, and like if, which it, is maybe a point to Mandalorian of like sewing up a bunch of like Mandalore armor kind of stuff. Like, okay, now yeah. we know this is this. Like, it's okay for that to. Not have had a purpose. No, totally. Like, <laughs> and, and like, it, 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 it is, it's the same thing that J.K. Rowling does, which she's, you know, canceled for other reasons. <laughs> um, but like, when she was like, Dumbledore was gay. And it's like, well, not really, because you didn't actually write anything that would show yeah, no, that no, he is. Every, t- every adult in that whole series was like completely sexless. <laughs> yes, no, exactly. And then also, like, they had the chance to do that in the Fantastic Beast movie and then also still didn't do it. Uh-huh. So it's like every canon showing he has been decidedly not openly gay. Right. And so you can't just in retrospect be like, well, he was in my head because who gives a shit what's yeah. in your head? Yeah. You didn't put it on the fucking page. Right. And Neil Gaiman, I also tweeted about this, is a great author and story writer and all sorts of, yeah. uh, in all sorts of mediums. But he wrote Good Omens with Terry Pratchett, yeah, yeah. Uh, which which came out like this summer on Amazon Prime. And oh. people had, there was a lot of like discourse about the uh, 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 the show and about like what, how the angel and demon like identified, if they were gay, if they were straight, like blah, blah, blah. Essentially, Neil Gaiman was like, okay, here's the thing. Whatever's on the page mm-hmm. and it counts for the book, whatever's on the movie or the TV show counts for the TV show. <laughs> if it's not on the TV show or in the book, I cannot give you a st- an answer. Right. You have to decide. Right. Because it's not there. So I have my ideas about what it yeah. is, but that does not mean it is what it is. Right. Because it's not there. Right. And so he was like, and he's like, you know, in my mind it's X, Y, Z, but it's not explicit. Yeah. So all interpretations are valid. Right. Because I did not make it explicit. Probably for that exact reason. That's why reason. things capture your imagination. Yes. Because they activate your imagination. Yes. And so like when, <laughs> when these creators are doing this, but in non-interesting ways where they just leave something out. Because yeah. it wasn't like they were like, what is Finn? They didn't. It would be like if they were like, if they Finn not confessing whatever it was to Ray is not trying to just be like, well, what was it? It does just feel like they kind of left it out. Mm-hmm. And so answering that after the fact. Right both takes away whatever mystery you might have intended right. and also doesn't count because you didn't put it in the script, right. dudes. Like, you know that, like, if, if it was, in fact, a deleted scene when he does finally say something, whatever the thing is, I don't even care. But, like, 
um, a focus group. They, they focus these movies. They test these movies to kingdom come. Someone would have asked that question and they would have been like, yeah, let's put that scene back in. Or yeah. they deliberately yeah. chose not to, you know, like you have to assume that, um, when anyone makes anything, they did it deliberately. Yes. Which, which is why, which is a problem with that movie. Yeah. Which in the, not, and like we said, we don't want to talk about it too much, but I, I think that the, um, to bring it back to me, the Mandalorian, yeah. I have seen like nothing about this show where people are like, well, what was this happening or this right. thing X, Y, Z, which I think happens with so many, uh, anything that fandom gets a hold of, yeah. it will do that to death where yeah. they're like bugging creators. Cause they want like fucking facts, like stats and figures. And it's like, guys, first off, this is imaginary. Yeah. And second off, if it's not on the page, or if it's not on the screen, yeah. you, it's you make yeah. it up, yeah. which is why star Wars was so fun right. for so long and still is so right. fun for so long. It's because there's so many in between areas that yeah. you can fill in whatever the fuck you want, which is why the Mandalorian like, is fun. Maybe is it because of things like Wikia and like f- visual dictionaries and things like that, that like maybe. fans of stuff now just like need every f- piece of facts as opposed to storytelling and like imagination. Like do, are, are people maybe not able to use their imagination as it, much as they were pre-internet yeah, when like you yeah, maybe. only had the choice to like, who would ever have been able to contact the screenwriter of a yes. major Hollywood blockbuster if, yes. on the internet? Yes. If I or, had you know, to, without the internet, if I had to analyze it, I would say that like pre-internet, cause like people have always been obsessed with canon and lore. Right. Because like uh, fucking Lord of the Rings, right? right? Like there's an entire extra book that was written for the nerds to obsess sure. over. And like Star Wars, everything with the expanded universe. Uh, well, and even just the, 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 the summer the first movie came out, kids were going back day after day to like learn all the names of the robots that didn't yeah. matter. But they're learning the stuff that is on the page. Right. And, and it's like, like those, those visual dictionaries too, being like, like I had them as a kid yeah. and like, it's like, here's what you saw on screen. Some of these things we have more information about, which is very fun. Um, and like for the new movie, there was a little bit more information given with like the visual dictionary about right. like some of the Sith stuff and everything too, which is like fine, but also like, it's also not super helpful cause it wasn't shown in the movie. <laughs> yeah. But so I think it's always existed, but I do think, yeah, the idea that there is the internet and we can find out the answer about everything so quickly right. now. Um, and also find a lot of minutia in details so quickly now yeah. leads people maybe to want that. Whereas before they just had to write their fan fiction on the forums, <laughs> right. but like way before like Google yeah, was right. big like enough. Like a zine. <laughs> yeah. And like be like, this is what I think happened. Yeah. Which is like what essentially what the Mandalorian is, is that someone's really cool, like yeah. self-inserty, like uh, a yeah. uh, uh, Mary Sue fan fiction where there's like a really cool, competent right. Mandalorian right. bounty hunter. That's not Boba Fett. No, right. But he's cool. Right. And it's the Western part. Yeah. And like, I think that's why this show feels so Star Wars to me because it feels like it takes what's joyful about Star yeah. Wars and finds that good and bad. Uh-huh. Even with the meandering stuff in the middle where some <laughs> right. things aren't as focused. Right. Like, that's well, the prequel. It's, you know? it's also the first time ever that uh, a new Star Wars thing has not tied to even. The, like you know like Rogue One didn't necessarily tie to the Skywalkers it tied to right. that era but this isn't even tying to like any story we no. know no um, and you would think that would maybe remove a point from how Star Wars it is because all Star Wars is like Luke Skywalker right. well, <laughs> but this movie or this show rather is like the first time that it's like there can be more in Star Wars that feels like Star Wars so like I think that point it gains for that and that the one it loses for not having a Death Star in it, like right. negate one another. Like it's basically saying 
there can be more guys. Well, and, and going back to earlier, like when you said, like it feels like a video game, like RPG stuff, like it, right. it's like Knights of the Old Republic. Right. And uh, both one and two, like those were some of the best, if not the best Star Wars games ever made. Yeah. And also some of the coolest Star Wars stories ever right, told. Right. And it was something that was entirely removed from the trilogy. Right. Completely. And all it was, was saying like, this is ancient history yeah, of yeah. the same universe. Right. And then you still have Jedi, you still have Sith, you still have familiar elements, like yeah. the planets are still there, but it's new characters and new things. It's like, it still feels very Star Wars because right. there's a Wookiee, there's a Twi'lek, there's a droid, like whatever, yeah. but it's still fun and it's still cool because right. it feels like something in the universe. Totally. And I think like that's what those video games did really well. Yeah. I think that's what the better Star the, Wars the stories Aphra do. The Dr. Aphra comic book does that oh, really yes, well. Yes. Like she's a cool other thing. Well, and like, and it's what me and my little brother did very yeah. well when we would draw <laughs> our own Jedi right. that had nothing to do with Luke or anything. Right. And then we'd be like, time to play Star Wars. Yeah. And he'd be like, draw an alien that has four arms. Right. And also three legs and a weird scorpion tail. But one of the three legs is just a big It's a big old dick. And I was like, Joel, you are four years old. You can't stop. You can't talk about that. Uh And also he has two lightsabers and his dick also has a lightsaber. (laughs) And... Like an elephant trunk. Just like prehensile. <laughs> this is our worst episode. <laughs> uh, possibly. Uh, with, at least with the dick talk. So, okay, okay. That was um, the rant corner uh, about if you want something to be part of the movie, included in the movie. Is how that boils down. You know, like... <laughs> yes, and I, I did... I am impressed with that rant because I did tie it back to the Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, sometimes I can't tie my rants in. <laughs> so let's, and then I cut them um, sometimes. Let's do a... Um, so if in case that is cut... No, it's Yeah, not. no, you're right. Um, so let's... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm agreeing to. Um, but okay, so pros and cons. I think we've said... What, what are some cons that are glaring? Okay, cons, I think maybe... I think the sort of, it has to start over every time and it feels a little bit like a fan-made thing, like the very best version of it, like is a little conny. It's a little, uh, the music isn't like the theme song is kind of good. It feels very Western-y. But the rest of the music is kind of zero. Yeah, it's not very. That's a good, that's a good one. It it evokes the Western idea, but it doesn't, like that theme song, like the. Yeah. But then everything else is sort of not necessarily sticking in my it's mind. It's like temp track music. It's like I will say I will say that the main character's design I think was is cool. Mm-hmm. I think some of the ancillary characters feel a little like here wear this vest. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. like for, for Eugene Cordero's character yes. in that episode, like yeah. they're all just wearing like blue, which is kind of cool because they were harvesting like blueberries yeah. or whatever. But like, and specifically, I'm thinking of, of that one episode with Bill Burr with where fish. it felt like they were like Bill Burr wear a turtleneck and some. Some yeah, black slacks, and, and then a... we'll wrap some things around yeah, you. Yeah, right. So, like, the... Uh, I don't think maybe maybe not all of... Maybe not as much thought went into everybody's costumes uh-huh. and design, which isn't the most Star Wars, because even the the most ridiculous side characters are, are very well thought out right. most of the time. Um, but I'm, it's kind of nitpicky, though. Except the wolf man. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, and the devil. Right. I, mean, he I love He was in that. this, too. That yeah, same there was species. A, that... Mr. Krabs. Uh-huh. From <laughs> Fancy uh, Brown. Was that actually him? That's amazing. <laughs> oh, wow. That's so cool. So. But yeah, it's kind of nitpicky. I don't have a lot of cons. I they're think sneaky, music they're is sneaking a big around. one. There's a lot of sneaking around. It, the, the show is like based on sneaking around. Absolutely. Um, it, and it, it is also, once again, taking a, a small thing and blowing it kind of big. The idea of bounty hunters has always been big <laughs> in Star Wars. That's like, true. It's very funny that like essentially. This is really Star Wars. It is very Star Wars. Essentially, the original trilogy was like, 
There are bounty hunters. They exist. And from there, the idea of bounty hunting in Star, in Star Wars became, became such like a the only huge job. <laughs> thing. Yes. And like every Star Like how Wars, in Harry Potter, you can either work for the Ministry of Magic or not. Or be, or yeah, or work at a school. And that's the only jobs. Yeah. And it, like it, it, um, oh yes. It's, it's such a thing that like every Star Wars role-playing game, every Star Wars right. video game right. has like an option to be a bounty hunter or if not. Like an option. a scoundrel. Yes. Yes. It, yeah. Or if it, and if it's not to be a bounty hunter, it's like you're going to have a companion that's a bounty hunter or meet someone who's a bounty like. Or your character at some point has to hunt someone for a bounty. <laughs> yes. It is absolutely an integral part of the yeah, Star Wars universe. Right. And it's blowing it up and showing us. Yeah, man. It feels very Star Wars Yeah, to me. I think so too. Um, I think the only things against it are that like the, the character's I only began to care about toward the end. It, not care about, but you know, like it felt like it was starting to congeal and and yes, become a story as opposed to just like little installments of like cool, cool, like long kind of set pieces. Yeah. Um. But I I think I'm ready to give this a thing. I think I am too. I'm gonna go pretty high. I think. Okay. Well, we gotta give it. What's what's gonna Yeah, yeah. I think I'm gonna do. Um. I'm trying to think of a funny thing. Me too. That's the name of this podcast. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a funny thing. Yeah. I, I, mine's not very funny, but I'm going to do Best Gar. Okay, I was yeah. thinking of that one. Um, I'm going to do um, Jawas with Red Eyes. No, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to do John Favreau's Comedian Friends. Uh-huh. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, because there's a lot of them. There's let's, at least 10. Let's name them. <laughs> Brian Posehn. Brian Posehn. Horatio Sands. Horatio Sands. Adam Pally. Jason Sudeikis. Adam Pally. Jason, uh, Jason Sudeikis. Amy Sedaris. Amy Sedaris. Uh, Eugene Cordero. Eugene Cordero. I mean, is, he's, he's a, a comedy comedian. guy. Yeah. Richard Ayade from IT Crowd. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, Ty- Bill, Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Taika Waititi. That's nine. That's nine. Is that all of them? Maybe. That's a lot. That is a lot. Do you count Mr. Krabs? Absolutely. Comedy legend. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. That's. 10. I mean, yeah, like guest stars are. But okay, fun. Can I say minus Mr. Krabs? That's nine. That's nine. Are you giving this a nine? I think I'm gonna give it a nine. Wow. Yeah, I know. I said I was gonna go pretty high. No, I like that because, um, like you said, you're kind of also banking on it. This, this you're is, like yeah, future proofing. I'm future proofing my score. So I in the I in the vein of future proofing as well. However, just for whatever gut thing, it might be the music. Um, I think the highest I will go is eight, mm-hmm. but I'm building future proofing into that too. I think eight is probably more accurate for what this for what we've developed yeah. so far. Um, but for some reason, it just feels it feels very high to me because I do, and I, I mean, it seems silly, but I really do think this is going to be maybe the more like of a the fe- thing, <laughs> the thing of what stars is going to be. Yeah. Whereas, like opposed to waiting for a stars movie every year, we're going to be like more excited about the new series right. of the Mandalorian or whatever the fuck else it's going to be. Right. The um, Obi-Wan one. <laughs> which, and honestly, I hope that's what it is. Cause I right. think that's and more like Cassian exciting. Cassian Andor has one who I don't care about, <laughs> but I'll watch it. But also I didn't care about the Mandalorian and yeah. now I, I like it. That's true. And I like him and his little baby Yoda. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. It feels, it feels high. I could, I could probably go down to an eight. I but... like yours at a nine. Cause I like this getting a high average. Yes. I think it, so like too. 85 or 8.5. I, I just like the idea of it being a nine because in the future, I want to be able to say like, see what I say. Yeah. It was really <laughs> Star Wars. Yeah. Right. Oh man. Um, so that's the end of this probably pretty long episode. Yeah, <laughs> now right. that I'm looking at the record. Um, do you want us on the internet? Like, say, do. email or uh-huh. Twitter or Instagram, because we have all those. Yeah, we've had a couple emails lately, which has been really nice. Yeah. 
agoodpodcast at gmail.com. That's what this is. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, Twitter, Instagram, it's at How Star Wars Is It. Yes. Mike posted a really funny, like as of this recording, a really funny image that he made from our last episode uh-huh. that just dropped like yesterday of the uh, Oro Morose. <laughs> <laughs> But there's good stuff up there. Also, Mike has some toys and stuff that yeah, he's made. Yeah, so. I'm at wordgospel09 on Instagram. Josiah is the Josiah man on yes. Instagram and Twitter. And Twitter. I'm on Twitter too. Whatever. The, uh, <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, I got my projects on my Twitter. I will be uh, sort of not doing as much in the next couple of months because I'm living with my parents and saving up money. Because uh, I'm very cool and good at my job and good. I'm very I cool and good. do have some things here and there. I will be um, doing Storytown improv for children at uh, C2E2 Ooh. in the coming month or so. Yeah, um, yeah that's coming up in it. Yeah, um, and we will probably both be there actually we're both handing gonna be, out postcards. Yeah, we're both going to be at C2E2. Um, that's the Chicago Comic that? and Entertainment Expo. It's like February 28th through March 1st, I think. Yes, that um, sounds right. Or February 27th through March. Whatever. Whatever that weekend is. Um, and I'm also in Baby Wants Candy, the improvised musical at Second City, and uh, Anarchy, the improvised rock yes. opera. February You're 20- doing the New York show, aren't yes, you? Yes, February 20th, March 1st at C2E2. I am going to be in the New York uh, Festival for Anarchy, which is in March, I believe. Mm-hmm. So we've got some stuff coming up. Yeah. And uh, come out to see, come out to C2E2, say hi to us. We'll be wearing our shirts. And but that's about everything. I think it's everything, yeah. So it's about time for the bye-bye. I would say so. <laughs> so like we always say, we, we love, love you and may the fourth be with you. you.